think about what it looks like to live as a Christian, we often forget many of the inner heart virtues that lead to the outward behaviors that would make our list. In the Beatitudes, which describe the character of the person who is a citizen of God's kingdom, Jesus starts with humility. Humility serves as the root of our growth as believers. However, our growth can be stunted by allowing ourselves to become prideful and arrogant. Thus, on today's podcast, Dr. Dixon gives us the spiritual process to kill our pride and challenges us to choose to grow in humility. Well, bless the Lord. It's so good to be with you. Can you believe it that this is October? October. <laughs> and I tell you, you know what? A lot of people want to get the jitters and fears and anxiety, a lot of depression going on. But let me tell you, I've got a paradoxical truth for you today about the power of humility. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, w- I want to show you a flip side. I want to show you something that that the Lord brought out to me that will help you in your walk. You know, it'll just help you to begin to do things that that you wouldn't ordinarily do. That That's the thing about humility. Who out there today, you know, it can be pretty hard to be humble, especially when you live in a society that encourages competition and individuality. Yet, even in such a culture, humility remains an important virtue. When you learn to be humble, it's a paramount importance in most spiritual traditions. And humility can help you develop more fully and enjoy richer relationships with others, as well as create opportunities and earn you respect. I'm always telling my children and my grandchildren, you know what? Stay humble. As they go off to college, my grands, and I'm telling them, stay humble. Yes, my baby boy. Because they are so talented. And when you've been raised with advantages, humility is something that you have to be cognizant of and do. Because this society in in this day and this hour, it is really not promoting it as it should. Matter of fact, humility is widely underrated in most Western cultures. It also seems to me that it's widely misunderstood. Maybe that's why... It's underrated. (laughs) You think? Just something to think about, huh? Just something to think about. Just something to uh, give it some thought. I found that many times when I stop and I give thought to something that's coming to me, it really helps me to begin to understand it more. That's how I came up with the paradoxical power of humility. What are you talking about? I'm talking about the fact that it seems to be contradictory. It's something like when the Bible says, if you lose your soul, you save your soul. Yeah. So that paradoxical power of humility, what is it? You know, our popular culture is so saturated with themes of conflict and themes of combat and themes of conquest. That's the going thing today. If you see that theme, Mm, how about that? Well, popular films feature cops chasing crooks and the military fighting terrorists, the lone avenger pursuing the evildoers. We say we love peacemakers. But our heroes are warriors. And as a society, we like those that we look up to. We like for them to be self-important and even a bit, oh boy, oh boy, narcissistic. Oh, yeah. But I want to talk with you today and let you know that if you want to grow, if you want to begin to see your life begin to take on substance, 
Mm-hmm. If you want to begin to see the change in your life that you feel good about yourself. <sighs> well, I want you to know humility is what you need to begin to walk in. We're talking about that today. And a lot of times, let me say what humility is not, because Sometimes you're not able to walk in it because you think of it as the fact that, you know, you're going to have to let others push you around. But no, humility is not letting others push you around. It's not being a doormat. It is not being a sucker or letting people walk all over you. It's not constantly sacrificing your interest to those of others and then feeling like a victim or a martyr. It's not avoiding conflict or confrontation, not of your making anyway, for the sake of being nice. It's not about hiding your feelings or suppressing your views to avoid alienating others. Well, what is it? It involves an experience of growth in which you no longer need to put yourself above others, but you don't put yourself below them either. Oh, it's an art. It's a balancing thing. <laughs> See, everyone is your peer from the most important person to the least. You're just as valuable as every other human being on this planet. No more and no less. It's about behaving and reacting from purposes, not emotion. You learn to simply disconnect or deprogram the competitive reflex in situations where it's not productive. Oh, it's a balancing. And, and I like to say it like this. There is an art to it. But let me tell you, there is a power of humility that is paradoxical. Oh, I'm going to get to it. Oh, yes, I am. And, and let me tell you, when you move into this, you'll find yourself growing. And you'll grow into what? Now, this is the paradoxical part of it. The power, the paradoxical power of humility is happiness. Oh! Yes. Yes. I don't mean to say I am perfect. I haven't heard all I should even yet. I'm quoting from the Bible, the living Bible, Philippians 3, 12 and 13. <laughs> I want you to know this is so good to me. I don't mean to say I'm perfect. I haven't heard all I should even yet, but I keep working hard that day when I will finally be all that Christ saved me for and wants me to be. No, dear brothers, I'm still not all I should be. Philippians 3, 12 and 13 of the Living Bible. When Paul wrote this scripture, he was an older man in prison in Rome. He was at the end of his life. He was an incredibly mature person. Yet, he said he hadn't arrived. If anybody had the right to say, I've arrived spiritually, it would be the guy who wrote so much of the New Testament. Yeah, but Paul said, no. I haven't arrived. I'm still growing. I'm still learning. I'm still becoming more like Christ. That is awesome. He's saying, I'm still teachable. Yes. I say it all the time. When you stop being teachable, you're going to stop growing. You need to be ever learning, ever growing. Oh, yes. Always going to see what's going on or what's happening. Always reading your Bible for God to give new insight, new revelation knowledge to you from the pages of getting to know him. Ah, 
It's there. It's there. I can only speak from that that I know. And I'm here to tell you, I do know that when you will begin to just decide, it's a decision. Yes, here we go. But it is true that you're not going to be a push around, that you're not going to be walked over, that you're not going to be one that's always being nice and you don't feel like it. But you're not going to be rude, crude, and selfish. You're not going to do it, nor will you hide your feelings. But because it's a balancing, because you have humility in you, I'm telling you, you will have grown just like Paul is saying here. I I know that I've got years behind me. I've got a lot of experience, but I will never say I know it all. Oh, that's such a good thing right there. So let you know, humility is not a know-all spirit. (laughs) You can always learn. You know what? I say this all the time, too. You can learn from a child. There's something to always be learned, something new coming in. When you stop receiving the new coming in, life gets dull. Life becomes stagnant. Come on. But, oh, let me tell you, I don't care what your age is. You've got to realize that, hey, that you have not, just like Paul said, you have not arrived, that you are, that you are yet growing, that you are still learning, that you're still becoming, how? More like Christ. That's what we want to do. Is that not right? So, what's the trap that will keep you from following Paul's example, continuing to grow in Christ? That's what we want to do. That That's such a great example to follow that saying that, you know, concerning humility. Yeah, continuing to go in. What, what's a trap that stops it? I'm going to give you a second to think about it. Okay, I got the answer. You know what it is? Pride. Pride will keep you from growing because when you pretend you've got it all together, you won't make an effort to become more spiritually mature. I got it. I, no, mm-mm. I, whatever way I'm acting It is the epitome of how someone should act. So there's nothing I can learn from anyone else. Oh, oh my goodness. Pride, pride, pride. No one has it all together. No. Humility leads to happiness because it makes you teachable. Yes. It puts you in a posture to learn, ever learning. Happy people never stop growing. Happy people never stop discovering. Happy people never stop stretching. Happy people never stop learning. If you stop growing, you're miserable because you were made to grow. Oh, yes. God wired us that way. Happiness and humility go together because humble people are teachable. (laughs) They are always asking, how can I be a better spouse? How can I be a better friend? How can I be a better boss? How can I be a better follower of Christ? Yes, always. So test yourself. Test yourself to make sure you are solid in the faith. Don't drift along taking everything for granted. Give yourselves regular checkups. You need firsthand evidence, not mere hearsay, that Jesus Christ is in you. Test it out. If you fail the test, do something about it. What am I going to do about it? Well, you know what? I tell you, there I go again. But 2 Corinthians 13 and verse 5, I I, I sort of like it from the Message Bible. The Message Bible just hits it right on the head. It does, and it's so good. And I, I just love it, and you will too. And it's very direct. Message Bible is very direct. 2 Corinthians 13 and 5. I love it. And listen, I'm giving you time to find it. I want you to go to it because I want you to look at it. It's going to really bless you. All right. We're there? Yeah, we're there. 
<laughs> Test yourselves. That's what it starts out with. Test yourselves to make sure you are solid in the faith. That's what it starts out with. Don't drift along taking everything for granted. Uh-huh. Give yourselves regular checkups. You need firsthand evidence, not mere hearsay, that Jesus Christ is in you. Test it out. If you fail the test, do something about it. I hope the test won't show that we have failed. But if it comes to that, wouldn't you rather the test showed your failure to yourself? Don't, wouldn't you rather that? That you can begin to get rooted and grounded in the truth to win out in you? Ugh, if you do, you'll see some great mighty things happen. That was 2 Corinthians 13 and 5 of the Message Bible. The Message Bible, you know, it, you can read it and it'll call you a blockhead. <laughs> but it gets right to the point. It opens your eyes up concerning the Word of God. So I'm saying to you on today, uh, happiness and humility go together because there is a paradoxical power in humility. And I'm telling you, it will change your life. It will turn everything around for you. And you'll find yourself, not only will others like you, but you will like you. You know, a lot of people don't like themselves, but you will begin to like you. And that's a wonderful thing. I love it. I want you to know there's power in humility. I want you to know that many people have the wrong idea about God, about the Bible, and about humility or being humble. And, and when they think it means groveling in front of, of others or thinking they are not good and others are better, that's not what the Bible says. When you know what the Bible says, God says when you are humble, you are free from pride and arrogance. God says in his word that you got to know that in your flesh, you are inadequate, yet you also know who you are in Christ. What did I mean when I said that? No one has it all. No one knows it all. That's why we have to be willing to learn that we don't stop and say, I got it and I've got everything concerning this topic. No, you got to know and you got to believe that when you move in godly humility, you're going to be comfortable with who you are in the Lord. Pride has no place. It can't step in in any manner. And I want you to know, humility, when you begin to walk in humility, one thing you wake up every day knowing, today, for me to make it through this day, I need God's help. Ah, well, my prayer for you is that you live as long as you want and that you never want as long as you live. Be happy. Be humble. I am Carol Dixon, and this is Dash. Did you miss a Dash episode recently? If so, we have you covered. You can get all of the previous Dash teachings on your podcast platform right now. It's a great opportunity to not only catch up on what you've missed, but also share the teaching with others who need to hear it. Every message gives you the opportunity to share through your favorite social media channel, email, or text. It's a valuable way to let your friends and family know what God is teaching you through Dash with Carol Dixon. If you would like to know more about Dr. Carolee Dixon and Dash, go to our website at caroldixon.net. Mm-hmm.